0: Juicy Aussie chicken in a chilli loaded coating. Macca's make Spicy Deluxe. Hot got fancy. Call anytime on the Harcourts open line 1300 736 736. For all things real estate speak to Harcourts. This is the Macca's run. Good evening. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Jordan Canellis with you on a Wednesday night. Good to be in your company. For the next couple of hours here on SCN this evening, it's been a pretty busy day in sport for a Wednesday at this time of the year. There's not a lot that happens generally around this time of the year, but there's been heaps happening today. Lots of news as we lead into the footy season. Plenty of international stories, records that were broken, and uh, and a lot to look forward to tomorrow. This time in uh, 24 hours, we'll be in the middle of day number one, of the first test of the Border Gavaskar series in Nagpur. So we're looking forward to that. We'll have every ball broadcast to you here on SEN over the next month or so across the four test matches with the team being led by Adam Collins. And uh, Barat Sanderayson will be there, Ravi Shashri will be there and Harsha Bogle will be there as well in our, oh, wow. uh, in our call team. So very much looking forward to that. That is going to be, uh, at least for me anyway, and I'm sure a lot of you out there, that's going to be my... Uh, Main source of sporting entertainment for the next uh, month or so, right up until the very start of the AFL season. That'll be, uh, I think, the last test. The fifth day of the last test is, I think, three days before the start of the AFL season. So it's a perfect segue uh, from cricket into footy. We're going to be uh, fully loaded up on sport and entertained wall to wall from here through the next uh, six or so weeks until footy starts. But a lot happening in sport, as we said. Um, plenty today. We're going to get uh, three guests on the show for the next couple of hours. We'll have Adam Collins on the program from uh, live from India to chat about the first test. We'll speak to him in about half an hour from now. We'll have Adam Ford, the head coach of the Kent Taipans with the NBL uh, play-in series to begin tomorrow. So we've also got that to look forward to as well uh, from a sports entertainment perspective. So that's tomorrow, double-headed tomorrow in the play-in before the playoffs Proper begin uh, about a week later. And uh, we'll have Chris Coles, who works for BBC Five Live over in England to chat about uh, the latest with Manchester City and also now uh, a story emerging. It's kind of a a weird contrast now with uh, Manchester City to Manchester United, who are looking like they're about to be bought by an investment team from Qatar. So it's going to be... We've got this Manchester City debacle happening and now on the other side of that... We've got uh, the Qatar uh, story as well with Manchester United. So plenty coming up on the program tonight. But on the program today, let's start off with what happened over in the States this afternoon. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot at history. And there it is. LeBron stands alone! LeBron James breaking the all-time scoring record in the NBA. The 39-year record that was held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 38,000, almost 39,000 points has been scored. And right after the talk, right after he he achieved uh, breaking that record, the talk was, well, he'll get to 40,000, won't he? He'll be the first man to get to 40,000. Because the way he's playing right now, the way his body uh, is... Is it's still fine? It's still all systems running at a normal speed for lebron james it's It's like okay, there might be certain things that he can't do now that he could do ten years ago, but most of his sort of basic fundamental motor skills of playing basketball are all there. He's got all of his facilities still uh there and 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 at a at a very high level, and he's still playing good basketball. It's not like. He's the old guy in the team being dragged along by the younger guys. Sure, the Lakers haven't been great this season, but LeBron is still playing at a good standard. So 40,000 points is certainly achievable for LeBron James, and he could get there in a couple of years, which would be amazing if he does do that. But let's focus on that when it come, when it happens in a few years from now. Right now is about the now and about LeBron James being uh, now crowned, I suppose. Is that the right word? He's achieved the number one ranking of uh, the all-time leading point scorer. Here was LeBron talking uh, upon achieving that's, uh, that milestone.
1: Um, I don't think it has. I don't think it has hit me. Um, you know, I had a moment, you know, obviously when it happened and, and embracing that moment and seeing my family and my friends and, you know, uh, people that's been, you know, around me since I started this journey, um, even before the NBA. So, you know, I definitely had a moment right there, very emotional just to... You know knowing just you know me be from a, a kid from a small town in ohio and and uh you know um you know i had a moment there but i don't think it's really hit me on what would just transpired. Um, um as much as i tried to live in the moment it was kind of a blur um you know but you know looking back there and seeing my seeing my guys back there and being you know out there on the floor with my kids and my wife and my mom you know um you know and, it's just a, 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 it's a, really cool feeling.
0: It was an amazing moment um, to watch. It was, it was, you know, surreal. The, the words that are being used. It was kind of strange, actually, the way that they all did it. So, if you haven't seen the highlight from earlier today and, and what happened immediately afterwards, basically the game was stopped straight away. So he hit the, um, he he needed to get to 36 points. He ended with 38 for the match. So we got there. But he got there at the end of the third quarter. He did it with 10 seconds left in the third quarter. And as soon as he hit the uh, the shot to break the record, the game stopped. There were um, officials. There were cameras. There was family. There was uh, Adam Silver, the uh, the commissioner of the NBA. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there. Magic Johnson was there, who's uh, part of the back room at the LA Lakers. Everyone was just sort of filtering onto the onto the court and there was still 10 seconds left. They'd stopped the clock, obviously, and and all of a sudden broke out a presentation. It was a microphone brought out. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did the handover. He sort of gave him a, a basketball. I don't know if that basketball had any significance. I don't know if it was inscribed with anything, but it was a basketball, so it was something, at least the gesture was was symbolic. Uh, and, and LeBron did a speech on court, and this was all in-game time, I suppose. I mean, as I said, the clock had stopped, but it was a presentation happening mid-game. There was still a whole fourth quarter to play, but they just stopped the the match and did this sort of five- to ten-minute presentation, and LeBron's family was out there, and his sons are out there. Bronny was there. His, uh, his son up and coming now. He's looking like he'll get to the league one day. It was quite... Uh, it actually... One of my first uh, sort of thoughts um, and sort of callback memories of of this similar thing happening was was Lance Franklin scoring his 1,000th his goal last year. Um, that was, what, round two, I think it was, round two, round three of the AFL season. And, and the game just stopped for 20 minutes almost as as fans flooded onto the field. There wasn't really a presentation. Um, so the game, I guess, for, for Buddy stopped for, well, because the fans stormed the, the field and we had to get the fans off the park. So that was sort of the reason. There was a reason um, that was sort of out of the control of uh, the teams and, and the officials on the game day but this one was a clearly pre-planned i had the chairman or the commissioner there to do this presentation so anyway it was it was extraordinary um but quite a nice moment as well even if you're not a massive basketball fan um, just to see him do that you know that lebron has been the the man in the nba for the last 20 years literally 2003 he was drafted here we are in 2023 and he's now reached the top of the um, of the scoring mountain which has got me thinking what are some of the records in sport when you think about um, when you think about – if someone says, you know, what's you know the record in this sport, in any given sport, what is the one record that you think of immediately? So there's obviously lots of different records in every different sport all around the world. But when someone talks about that is the record, which one do you think of the most? So maybe the most obvious one is in cricket, the batting average. Don Bradman, 99.94. That's That's the record that you think about. There are other records. There's scoring records for the most runs. Um, you know the most centuries Sachin Tendulkar has a lot of those, but when you think about what is the the most preeminent record in that sport in cricket, it's the batting average. That's the one that stands at the top of the mountain. In AFL, it's probably the goals. Tony Lockett thirteen sixty goals, one thousand three hundred sixty goals. That's probably the record. Um, in in soccer, soccer's a bit hard because it's so broad. So that there's you wouldn't really say it's it's Brazil's. 5 world cups because that seems achievable. So the thing about these records, the preeminent records is that they seem almost uh, unachievable. It's almost unattainable. You can't get there. It's so far away. So for Brazil, their 5 world cups is achievable because there's several nations who have won 4 world cups. So that's kind of that's attainable in the next, you know, could be in the next couple of years. But maybe soccer is Arsenal's 49 games unbeaten, the Invincibles. I mean, f- to go 49 games without a loss is is pretty, unre- pretty unreal. NFL going through a season unbeaten, the Miami Dolphins of 1972, 14 and 0, which is is a low count. They're, they play more games in a season now, but no one's ever done it with, without a loss. So what are some of the records in sport that you go, oh, that's in this particular sport, this particular category, this is the record that stands at the top of the mountain that is unachievable. Because a lot of people were saying that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record of the most points scored was a three thousand three hundred and eighty-seven. I think was the previous record. Now um, that was that that stood for thirty-nine years, and no one thought that would be broken. But here we are today. It's a record that has been broken. Um, we in AFL we talk about Tony Lockett's record we don't think that that's ever going to be broken it probably won't be broken by anyone close now I don't think Buddy Franklin's going to get there he's still got a long way to go and he'll probably retire in the next couple of years so I don't. he's not going to get there that seems unattainable now that record of Tony Lockett so what is the record that you think about in any sport pick a sport What's the record? Zero four double three ninety-eight eleven sixteen on the Maccas Run tonight. If you want to send us a text, the consumer's choice winner temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. You can give us a call as well on the Harcourts Open Line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourts. Your move, your Harcourts. We'll quickly take a break here on the Maccas Run. We'll come back on the other side of this and get to your calls, plus some of the news of the day throughout the course of the program as well. This is The Macca's Run. Jordan Canellis with you on a Wednesday night. The Macca's Run on SEM this Wednesday evening. Jordan Canellis with you. Macca's McSpicy Deluxe. Hot Got Fancy. Give us a call. one 736 736 For all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. Your move, your Harcourts. Uh, We're asking the question, what is the record in sport? Pick a sport, any sport, any sport now, and what is the record that is the one that sits at the top of the mountain, the one that looks hard to break? That sort of, that looming golden statue, I guess, of a record. I don't know. Bad analogy. But anyway, let's get to the phones. Paul is with us in Adelaide to chat about records that won't be broken. Hello, Paul. Good evening. How are you, mate? Good, good. What's a record for you that sticks out in your mind? Um... I know it's SA NFL, mm-hmm. but uh, the Port Adelaide Magpies winning six premierships in a row, uh, nineteen fifty four to fifty nine. Yes, um, I just I just can never see that happening in the AFL, especially uh, given the equalisation with drafts and things like that. So, um, I think that's one that I don't think will be beaten. Yeah, it's a great one. That's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, we, I guess we've had uh, teams recently sort of get close, and then we see how far they get with. We've had a couple of three in a rows recently in this in this modern era now, and then after the third season, they just tend to tend to sort of fall away. So trying to sustain it for six years is is incredibly difficult. So that is definitely one that that's that's a great one, and also just their overall premiership record. What is it, 38, 36 that they've won in in the SAFL? Thirty six, yeah. I think it's 36. yeah. Um, again, that's um, again different era. Only ten teams in the competition um, now with the AFL with eighteen. Um, it's Yeah, it's very, very hard to win one these days. Yeah, no, great call, cool, uh, Paul. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Craig is with us in Brisbane to chat about records. Hello, Craig. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Good, thank you. <coughs> uh, re- look, records, when you say, you know, who's the best, uh, you have to look at like the likes of uh, Lewis Hamilton, 103 mm. Grand Prix wins, you know the best i mean think the second best is Michael schumacher with 93 i think and then you got max verstappen who's got a chance to probably top that at uh, i think he's on 35 wins so but uh, lewis hamilton
1: 103 wins is, is outstanding
0: yeah it's it's amazing me how many how many records he's broken in the last 2 or 3 years so records for the most race wins uh, most uh, championships as well he's he's equaled that uh, most pole positions most points just all the different uh, all the different sort of uh, landmarks of a of a Formula One race and a race weekend and a season, he's he's pretty much gone ahead and claimed just about all of them, hasn't he?
1: He has, and and just to keep on top of his game, I mean, to keep as fit as he is, and love him or hate him, um, he's uh, you got to say it to his uh, take your hat off to him. He's uh, he's he's fantastic, and and uh, love, uh, looking forward to the new uh, or this year's Formula One season. Ab- awesome.
0: Absolutely, I think I saw. a post somewhere on twitter of uh there was a, a truck a flatbed truck taking some of the um the uh the bollards and the and the and the the sort of the the um the branded uh, sort of signs and that to uh, albert park so around now is when they start putting the track together so it's exciting couple of what is it, about a month and a half away two months away when they start uh really getting things geared up for the australian grand prix so it's exciting for you formula one fans out there uh Bo is with us in Marabin to chat about records hello Bo. Hello, how are you, mate? Good, good.
1: I've technically got with PGA Tour and golf. Yep. But Jim Furyk's 58 will be tough to ever beat with everything that's got to go right.
0: Yeah, sure. Sh- um, shot record is that? Uh, yeah, 58 and around. Yep. But then Sam Snead and Tiger Woods on 81 PGA Tour wins. I don't think anyone's ever going to get near that with all the tours being so different. So who's, who's next after that? Uh, I think... Jack Nicholas, maybe off the top of my head. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's and that's that's pretty historic as well. So, what era was Sam Snead? That was that's a going back a while, isn't it?
1: A uh, very long time. Yeah. Yes. So, so was- with the with the technology improving, but then the same thing with pins changing in position every round. It's you know, it's just a tough. I don't know. There's so many
0: outside influences in the sport. Yeah. No, thank you, Bo, for your call. And uh, John on the road to finish us off. Hello, John.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, look, I've got one that's a, a bit of a reverse record, really. Um, I've always thought that Roger Federer is the greatest of all time, uh, and I always thought he'd have the record. But um, in recent time, Djokovic and Rafa have obviously caught him and, and, and taken over, but... Um, in, and as a as a factual uh, aesthetically to watch i don't think there will ever be anybody that's technically as good as him regardless of what the record um, the record says um, yeah just for longevity he's just got to be a complete player so there's one area that i reckon the record is insignificant
0: yeah that's that's a that's a good one i um i've i'm very uh, um I'm fascinated, I guess, to watch how this how this record battle goes down with Djokovic and Nadal. But I think a lot of people uh, will probably agree with you there, John, is that it's sort of, okay, definitely, you know, whoever wins that battle or whoever finishes on top, and it might well be Djokovic, um, just given the way his body is holding up at the moment compared to Nadal. He might be the one who gets that record. But I think, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you is that Federer is the more pleasing player to watch because he is that all-court player. Nadal very much a baseliner. So it's just left to right. And he's a power player and he's a great player to watch. Djokovic is incredible with how he works that baseline as well. But Federer had that all-court ability. He was had a decent serve, but he had uh, great shot-making ability, great hands at the net. It was just everything about it was so pleasing to watch. So I agree with you, John. But, uh, yeah, those three stand clear at the top, don't they? In the men's game anyway, at least in the men's. The women's, different story with uh, Serena and Margaret caught up there. But... Uh, Djokovic, Nadal and Federer are clear of the rest. Mac has run. That's it. We'll come back on the other side of this with the Sporting Capital and a preview of the cricket.